Today's daf is Bavakama daf Kof. We are 14 lines from the bottom of daf Tzadik Tes Omid Beis Hahuma Grumto. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael and Asunu Batzara Vashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos Rufu Shalema for Miriam Rachel Basara. So the topic of yesterday's daf, seven and a half years ago, was the halacha of an omen that botches up. Somebody gives something to a professional, an artisan, he asks him to fix, create, make something for him, and instead of being mesakin, he was mekalko. The question is, what bavakama liabilities does this woman have? The Gemara brought a lengthy discussion with regards to the shita of Shmuel, in this topic, the sheet of Rabbi Yechanan on this topic, and the Gemara now is going to discuss a few stories as postscripts to this Indian. There was an animal that had a questionable shechita that was done to it, that's known in the Chuan vernacular as a magrumta. For what it means more specifically, Ayn Rashi, or like Rashi says, Ayn Per Kakal Shoichtin, Meseches Chulun Daf Yud But what we need to know is that it was a questionable shechita. Either way, this magrumta was brought to the Amorir Rav. And the person who owned this animal asked Rav, is the shechita kosher, is it not kosher? Can I eat the animal? Can I not eat the animal? Tarfi. Rav said that it's a treifa. Not just that, upatre letabach He also said that the butcher does not have to reimburse the owner of this animal for rendering his animal uh, treifa, magrumta. Uh, so the Gemara says, This person, he left the court of Rav. He was He was very disappointed because not only does he not have this animal, but he's not even going to get reimbursed for it. And he meets two of the... Talmidim of Rav, Rav Kahana and Rav Asi, So they told this person after he vented a little bit, you should know, Ovid Bach Rav Tarti. Rav did two things for you. So the Gemara says, Mike Tarti, what exactly did they mean? He me Tarti the Grace. What are they trying to say? That Rav baaveled you in two ways. What's the two ways that he was baaveled? Number one, because even though Rav Paskin, that this Magrumta was a treifa, Rav was picking sides. It's the sheet of the Rabbonon. That a magrumta is a treifa. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, however, argues he holds it's kosher. And Rav Kahana and Rav Asi told this person that you should know if Rav wanted, he could have been mekel and relied on the shita of Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. So this is the first not such good thing that he did to you. The inami rabbanon, and the second thing is that even if Rav felt that he wanted a paskin like the rabbanon, but he litabacha, but at the same time he should have been Mikhaev the Tabach and said that the Tabach is responsible to pay. Meaning, Rav made two controversial calls, both of which worked against you. Number one, he said that the animal's a treifa. And number two, he said the Tabach doesn't have to reimburse you for rendering your animal a treifa. Now, is that, says the Gemara, what Rav Kahana Ravasi meant when they told Ahu Gavra, Ovid Bach Rav Tarti? The Gemara says it can't be. Because Shari Marki Gavna, is it appropriate for someone to talk this way? But Tanya, we learned to the right. So the Kishayet say, after a Bezdin convenes and they judge a person and they say that this person is Chayat. So the Yoimar, if there was a member of the jury, a member of this, Bezdin, that really was Mezaka, this person, he shouldn't go over to him and tell him, you should know, I need Mezaka, the Chaveri Mechaivin. 
We know how a Bezdin works. Achrei Rabim Lahatos. And as a result, it's very Yitachin that even if a person walks out Chayiv Bedin, there may have been Dayanin, albeit the minority, that held that this person was Akai. So uh, Dayan who had issued a psak of Zakai should not go over to the person and tell him, you should know, Ani Mezakai, it was my Chaveirim, they were Mechaev, Avoma Esach Chaveirim, Rabu Alai, but they were the Roiv and I was only the Miet. In fact, it's regarding a person like that, that Shloim HaMelech said, Hoylech Rochel, Megalasai, you're not supposed to give away these types of secrets. What's the point? The point is that it's inappropriate for a person to tell someone that was Yotzah Chayiv Bedin that you should know, really, there would have been an Eitzah for you to be Zakai, I'm really the one that was mezaka. So me inyan le inyan, but oisa inyan. It's not a perfect tzushtel. But the Gemara is saying that who adin, it would have been inappropriate for Avkahana Ravasi to have told this person that you should know Rav was avad bechtarti, meaning he did whatever he felt he should do. But if you would have came to me, could be there would have been an Eitzah. Maybe I would have relied on Rabbi Yisip, Rabbi Yehuda, and I would have said the animal's not a treifa, the intim tzaloymer, it's a treifa. Maybe I would have figured out, based on yesterday's daf, that the umin is really responsible to pay. So it's not likely that that's what they meant, because they'd be violating Abizrayu de Rechivos. This is a inyan of Hoylech Rachem Agalosite. Elo, what they must have meant was Tarti Lamal Yusa. That Rab was Ovid Bechtarti, did two good things for you. Number one, he did not give you Suffolk Isser, meaning he was looking out for your Ruchnias. He wanted to make sure that you weren't going to eat something that was questionable. And therefore, even though he could have been maker like Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda, he was Tarfik Rabbanan. Additionally, Umadach Misafik Zayla, he also didn't want you to be Nichshol in Suffolk Zayla. If you were going to take money from the Tabach, Labdafki, you had a right to take the money. So, Ovid Bakhtarti, maybe in a physical, in a Gashmias, in an Olam Hazadiga sense, these two things were Tarti Legreisna, but Rav is looking out for your Ruchnias, he's looking out for your Neshama, he's looking out for your Olam Haba. And from that standpoint, this is really Tarti Letevus, seven lines from the bottom. If somebody shows a dinar, he shows a coin to a shulchani. Sarashi so says that this person went to a professional money changer, showed him a coin, and he wanted to know, is this a good coin or is this not a good coin? So today you look at the number that it says on the bill, and you know if it's a good coin or if it's not a good coin. But once upon a time, money was a little bit more complicated, and there were certain coins that were oivalosaycher, there were certain coins that were not oivalosaycher, depended on the tzura, depended on the weight, old coins, new coins. The point is, this yid had a dinar, and he wanted to know if he should accept it as payment for something, meaning, is this something he'll be able to use in the future? So he went to a shulchani, and he asked him, the shulchani said, it's good. Yeah, this is a perfect coin. And it turned out that it wasn't a good coin. Says the Gemara, Tani Chada, one b'risa says, Umin pata hediyot chayv. If this shulchani was an umin, he's going to be pata. If the shulchani is a hediyot, he's going to be chayv. Tani Yiddich, we learned in another price, bein umin, bein hediyot chayv. It doesn't matter if he's an umin, it doesn't matter if he's a hediyot. Either way, he's going to be chayv. So we have a stira. Is an umin potter or is an umin chayv? Amar HaPapa, so HaPapa said, ki tani umin potter. This price that says that the umin is potter is kegoin danku ve'iser. So danku ve'iser are coins. But in this case, these are actually names of people that were professional money changers. Presumably, they got their names Danku Ve'iser because of the Geshefte they were in. So their name is just call me money, right? That's literally what their names were. But the point is, these two professionals, Danku Ve'iser, Deloitte Srichi Migmar Cloud, they are on the top of their profession. They don't have to do any research. They know their Geshefte 
on the highest level imaginable. It's people like that that the Bryce says an woman is going to be potter. The Bryce that says an woman is chayiv is talking about an woman that's not mamish on the madrego of Dankuvis. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, these people know everything. So what was the mistake that they made? Meaning, if they're such professionals... Their middle name is literally Cash. So what then was the mistake? So the Gemara says, The mistake was that there was a new coin that had just been minted. This was a new tsura that he shaited the nafik mitusei sichsa, meaning this was something that had just entered circulation, and it's for that reason. Even though these people were big mumchen, but this was something that they didn't have a lot of experience with, and it's for that reason that they made a mistake. The point is, they're mumchen as it relates to things that you could be a mumchen for, but this was something that was very, very new, and therefore they made a mistake. But the point is that being that they were mumchen a little bit of a chiddush, even though as it relates to this coin, they were a mumchen, because nobody were mumchen, but being that they are mumchen, and they're mumchen on the highest level imaginable, it's for that reason, as it relates to this halacha, they have the status of an woman that's going to be potter. So the bottom line is, if someone shows a dina to a shulchanin, and he says it's a good coin, the person accepts it, and it turns out that it's a bad coin. Are you potter, are you chayv? So if you're a head yet, you're for sure going to be chayv. What about if you're an woman? One price says potter, the other price says chayv. What does it depend on? It depends on what level of woman you are. If you're a woman on the level of danku ve'isa, that's when you're going to be potter. Otherwise, you are going to be chayv. Toysfis asks a very obvious question in light of yesterday's daf, and that is, the Gemara had mentioned in Shittas Rabbi Yochanan that sometimes an woman in chayv and sometimes an woman is potter, and it depends on whether the woman got paid or if the woman didn't get paid, right? That's why Rabbi Yechon gave advice. He should always try to take a little bit of money or give a little bit of money. So like this, the woman is now going to be on the hook because an woman that's neutral schar is going to be chayiv, and an woman that's not neutral schar, if he makes a mistake, is going to be potter. So Frank Toysavis, why did Gemara have to come up with a new Eitzah here that... The two ummins of the two respective brises are different levels of ummis. One is Dan Kuva the other is just a regular umin. Why don't we say that they're both talking about traditional ummins and just apply the lumdis of yesterday's daf? That an umin that gets paid is going to be chayev, and an umin that doesn't get paid is going to be potter. So Toysfus says that the reason the Gemara didn't say that is because this inyan of knowing if a coin is a good coin or not a good coin, so again, you had to be there. But Apparently, this was something that was tzorich bikiyos gado. And if that's the case, it was poshed to the Gemara, the chilik, that only an umin on the level of Danku ve'isr are going to be potter, but all other umin are going to be chayiv. Meaning, the reason an umin is potter and a hediyot is chayiv is because a hediyot shouldn't be doing this. If you're not so good at it, so what are you getting involved in things that you're not so good at? Therefore, you're a pesheya, therefore, you're going to be chayiv. An umin is always considered potter because this is his gishaf. People make mistakes, therefore, you're going to be potter if you make a mistake. But there's no taina that you're a pesheya why were you engaging in this type of malacha? This is something this person knows. He has degrees, he has years of experience, so as a result, he's allowed to do it. As it relates to understanding money, tzorich bikiyos gadol, and it's poshet that the only type of woman that would be potter is on the level of dan kaviser. Meaning, it's not like a doichik digetaritz. This is like misvaru, what the Gemara thinks. So if you have a steer between two prices, this is an easy answer. The price that says potter is dan kaviser, because the Gemara thinks in svar it has to be that way anyways. Thus, the price so that says Chayim. We could just easily be miyash and just talking about a regular woman. Not a story. He said so there was a woman. The Achsi Dinro, the Rabchiyah. So she showed a dinner to Rabchiyah. 
Oh my law, he told her Ma'alyahu. It's a good coin. So Rebchia, as in the great Rebchia, was shown a coin as if he was a Shulchani and was asked, is this coin good or is it not good? And Rebchia told this woman who showed him the coin, yes, it's good. The next day, I saw you the Kameh. She came to him, and she told him, I tried using this coin in the shuk, and they told me, it's not a good coin, and it's not something that I'm able to use. I want you to give her a coin, meaning reimburse her, because as a result of the business advice that I gave her, she ended up losing money, and therefore I want to make her whole. And then he said, I want you to write on my pinkis, Dain so what does that mean? Rashi says, the last Rashi on the Yom, it's This is a bad geshef. So Rabbi said, I want you to write in my diary. I want you to write in my pinkest that what I did was silly. The reason is because I had no upside. All I had was downside. Someone came to me, asked me advice. I said, no problem. I'll give you advice. It turns out I'm on the hook for the bad advice that I gave. Had I given good advice... Nothing would have came from it. So this is 100% downside. There's no upside, which is the profile of a bad geshaft. So Rabchia told Rav, I want you to write down, Dein Eisek Bish. Incidentally, why is Rabchia telling this to Rav? Right? Rabchia tells Rav, I want you to go take money and reimburse this woman, and I want you to write in my ledger that this is a bad geshef. So Rashi says, because Rav Shoimer Gnozov Shal Rabchia Doi Doi Hava. So we know Rabchia was Rav's uncle. Rav refers to Rabchia in Shas as Chavivi, or Chabibi, but the point is, he's his uncle. But regardless, he wasn't just his uncle, he was his Yad Yemin, he was Shoimer Gnozov. And as a result, that's why he's instructing him in all these different of this, because he's the one who takes care of all his financial matters. Interesting. Either way, says the Gemara, but I have a problem with all this. Why? We just told the story, or we just had the two Bryces. One Bryce says that an omen, a Shulchani, that gives bad advice is part of the other one. One that's price has said that you're going to be chayef. When did we say you're going to be potter if the woman was on the level of Danka the Isner? And the reason is to light Srikhilamigmar because they're on the top of their profession, so there's zero element of Pshia when they give advice. If that's the case, Rabchia Nami Lavla Migmar Kaboy, Lukhur Rabchia also didn't have to learn. In other words, the Gemara is assuming that Rebchia was on the top of his geshaft. That not only was he a shulchani, but he was a shulchani on the level of Dankuvis. And how the Gemara knows that? Not sure. But the point is that this is the way it is. And if this is the way it is, fake the Gemara, so why would Rebchia even have been chayiv? So the Gemara says that the truth is, mi ikra din Rebchia wasn't chayiv. Abu Rebchia lefnim meshuriz adin rudah. Abu Rebchia did, he did lefnim meshuriz adin. And why would Rebchia have gone lefnim meshuriz adin? Kedetani Rabbi Yosef. It's based on a b'raisa that Rabbi Yosef taught. So the b'raisa is darshaning the following pasik. This pasik is in Parshish Yisroi, as we're going to see momentarily in great detail. Said when the pasik says this is referring to base chayeim. Rashi says base chayeim means Talmud Torah. This Gemara is verbatim in Perigelum Metzias, but Metzias Daflamen on the base over there. Rashi says Beis Chayeim is referring to an Umnis. It's referring to Parnasa. If you take a look at the Targum Yoinisin, Targum Yoinisin says Beis Chayeim is referring to Tfila. But either way, Beis Chayeim says Rashi here in Bavakama Dafkuf is referring to Talmud Torah. Es Haderech 
zu gemilus chasodem. Yelcho zu bikur choylem. Ba zu kvura. Es hamasa zehadin, ashe yasin zu lefnim mishur zehadin. But what do you see from here? Voidatul hemes haderech. Yelcho ba vesamasa ashe yasun. That a yid has to conduct himself in a certain way. Asher yasun zu lefnim mishur zehadin. And being that is an Indian for a yid to go lefnim mishur zehadin, that's why Rabchi in this story, he followed this Braisa, and that's why he went with Nirvan Shuras Adin. Another story related to this. Shlokish actually didn't know the Rabbi Laza. Shlokish once showed a dinner to Rabbi Laza. Omar, and he told him, Malyuhu. So Rabbi Laza told Rishlokish, I want you to know this coin's a good coin. Omar Laza, he told him, Rishlokish talking to Rabbi Laza, Chazid I want you to know that I'm relying on you. So just be sure, right? This is a good coin. I'm letting you know I'm relying on you. Omar Laza, Rabbi Laza told Rishlokish, like, what's this threat all about? What do you mean to say? Probably the Mishtakach Bisha be in the Lachluvilach. What you're trying to say is be careful because if I make a mistake, then I'm going to have to reimburse you. But Rabbi Laza told Reish Lakish, Va'atu da Amrit, aren't you the one that said, Rameyerhu, that the Braisa that says that if somebody shows a dinner to a Shulchani and the Shulchani makes a mistake, the Allah is going to be chayev. Had yet always, omen, sometimes. But the point is, the whole Indian of being Chayev is that after going coin to a mayor, the Dain Dina de Garmi. Meaning, it, you said, you yourself, that it's only Lashitas Rameyer. Now, my love, Rameyer, will I feel on Kabbalah? Just from the Nusach, the Nigin of way, the way you said it, it's Rameyer. Didn't you mean to say that you don't pass in that way? So if there's no dinner de garmi, so why are you telling me to be careful? Even if I make a mistake. Okay, so I made a mistake. Amalei says, no, Rameir of Kabbalah. What I meant to say was, it's Rameir and this Rameir, even though many Rameirs we don't pass in like, but this Rameir we do pass in like, and therefore I'm telling you, make sure you get this right, because if you get it wrong, coming after you. I am going to make sure that I am going to be made hold, I'm going to be reimbursed. Now this line of Gemara is... A very important line. It's an important line for Shas, for Cheshemish, but, but specifically for the Sugi that we're learning. Meaning, if someone shows a dinner to a Shulchani, and the Shulchani says it's a good dinner, it turns out it's not a good dinner. The fact that you're Chayev is really a little bit of a Chiddush. And the reason is because even though the Shulchani messed up the person that showed him the dinner, but at the end of the day, all he is is a Grama bin Azakin. And we know that Grama bin Azakin is Patamidine Yadam. Where somebody causes somebody damage, but it doesn't happen al yaday ma'isa. It happens indirect. indirect. Where shulchani opines on the nature of a coin, and then this person takes the coin and decides to accept it as payment for some shipment, and it turns out when he tries using it a month later, he's not able to use it. Okay, it's true, the shulchani messed them up. But l'chur, this should be grama, and if it should be grama, you should be potted. The answer is this line of gemara. It's not grama, what it is is garmi. And even though grama ben Azakin is potter, but garmi could be schayev. Now, not everybody holds garmi as schayev, the Gemara says it's Rameyer who holds that Garmi is Chayef. But the point is, there's a distinction between Groma and Garmi. And these braces that say that a Hedyed or an Omen is going to be Chayef when it's a Shulchani giving somebody bad advice is Dafka Alibi the Rameyer who's done Dina the Garmi. So, what's the difference between Groma and Garmi? So, this is something that came up in many Dishurim here in Mesechtis Bavakama and certainly in many of the related raid bites. But the short answer, Asher Negele in Yonenu, is. Grama bin Azalkin is when someone is mazik somebody indirectly. Garmi is when somebody is mazik someone indirectly. The difference between when something is grum and something is garmi depends on 
how indirect it is. We used to always refer to Garmi as directly indirect. So there's Dargis in indirect. So there's uh, Grama where it's very high on the spectrum of indirect. And then there's a Grama where it's a little bit lower on the spectrum. If it's higher on the spectrum, indirectly indirect, that's Grama Benazakim Potter that is a universal consensus throughout Shas. If it's a little lower on the spectrum. It's directly indirect. That's Garmi. That's B'machloi Keshnuya. And here you have Ramea Shita of Don Dine de Garmi. Now, how do you know when something's Gromo or something's Garmi? That's an Avoid de Rabba to try to figure out. But the Gemara will take Ravina Ravashi's word for it held that a Shulchani that gives bad advice, although he was a Mazik, he's a Garmi de Gemazik, and therefore, Aliba de Rameir al who's Don Dine de Garmi, that Allah is that you are going to be Chayt. Incidentally, there is a Shitas Rashi who holds that Grom and Garmi are really one and the same in Kamakoy Melaharach. So, Rameir's Shita is that we are Don Dine de Garmi. Rish Lakish said in our Sukya that he paskins like Rameir who's done Dina de Gami. And why are we talking about Rameir Shito's done Dina de Gami? Because the prices that say that a Shulchani is chayv if he gives bad advice, says the Gemara is going, I'll leave it to Rameir who's done Dina de Gami. So the Gemara wants to know now, where is this Rameir who's done Dina de Gami? Hi Rameir, Ilemi Rameir, Dalid, Lamid, Mem, Pei, Sip. Is it the following Rameir? The time we learned in the Mishnah, Donas Hadin, if there was a die in the past, and he said someone that really is guilty is innocent. Chayiv is Or someone that's innocent, he said is guilty. Tima Satar. He was Metamah, something that's Tartir. Satami always Metamah, something that's Tameh. Masha Asa Asoy. So whatever he paskined is considered the Bzak. Vyashalimi Beisoy. And he has to reimburse, he has to make this person that he ba'avod whole. So this is a Mishnah. It's a Stam Mishnah. Which is Shitas Rameir, that says that if a Dayan makes a mistake, so the halacha is the Dayan is responsible to make the person that he caused Hefsid to whole. Even though this Dayan only caused this person Hefsid, Al Yedei, Grama, or what the Gemara considers to be Garmi, the halacha is he's going to be Chaib. Oh, so you see Rameir. Stam Mishnah is done, Dina de Rami. But the Gemara says this can't be Rameir, because how Itmar Allah, Am Rabbi Law, Am Rab. Rab already was Mefarish this Mishnah, and he said, All of these cases, Zika Sachayev, Chayves Azak, Timeh Atar, Tiras Atomit, they're all talking about where the Dayan didn't just paskin, but he actually did a Misa to show that he means business, and that whatever he's paskining, he's paskining. But being that he followed through his psak with an actual maisa, so it's not just Garmi, he's a regular Odom HaMasek. And it's for that reason he's going to be high. Now Rashi goes through all four of these cases. What is the muscle of the dying who actually followed through on it? So for example, Chayvah Hazakai. that's easy. A person that really doesn't owe the, uh, the person money, Bezdin went and they literally and they took money from him and they forced him to make a payment. What would be a case of Zika Sachayev? So the case would be where somebody borrowed money from somebody and he gave the Malva Mashkin. And then Bezdin decided that really this person doesn't owe him any money. He never borrowed any money. This guy made a mistake. So he took the Mashkin away from the Malva and he gave it to the Loiva. So he was Mazakim, he was Mazakim Biodain. Times Hatar, 
would be a situation where Bezdin Paskin on something that's really tar, that it's Tomei, and they wanted to prove their point. So, Lahachsik Dvor, if the Daya went, he took a Sheretz and he threw it on it. And here as Hatomei, where there was something that was Tomei, and Bezdin said, this Dayan said, no, it's really tar, and to prove that it's tar, he took this Dabra Tomei and he was Ma'arav it together with a whole bunch of Dvorim Tahirim and he patched this person up, Shina Hyde, because really it was Tomei. But the point is that all these cases are Vuchin not of Anasim Yad, and being that he fouled through it, so this has nothing to do with Dinah Degamit. So the Lord says, Allah Harim, maybe it's the following remain. The time we went to the Mishnah, that's why Eloi Adain, Vitzavay Shacha, Shacha Vitzavay Adain. If somebody gives something to a professional dyer, he gave it to him to dye it in red, he ended up dying in black. Black, he dyed in red. Remeir says, Noisim Lloyd made Smara. He's considered a Mazik, he's considered a Gazlin, and he has to give him the made Smara. Why you give that made smarty. All you are is a groma, or you're a garmi. So if you're a garmi, so why are you chayiv? So from the fact that this dyer is a chayiv, is a raya, this is Mufurish Rameyer, that Rameyer is done, didn't it? The Mark says, no, Hassam Kavid be a dying. What do you mean? He did it with his hands. And being that he did it with his hands, it's not garmi, he's a regular masik. Which means, what in the world was even the Havamin of the Gemara? It's so obvious that that's what happened. So Toysfus says that the Havamin of the Gemara was that when somebody dies something, so first you put it into the vat where all the Samamonim are, and then with time, the Samamonim take hold, it's niklat, and it's then that the dying process really goes into effect. So there's a lag time, which can be days, between when the dyer takes the wool, or takes the bag, and he puts it into the vat, until it actually happens. So being that it's not bang, bang, but there's a little bit of uh, a time lapse, so therefore, the Gemara had a habamin al-kaponim, that maybe we should treat this as if it's a gami, kamash malam, we don't treat it as a gami. At the end of the day, it was ka'abed b'yadayim. But the Gemara says, Elohar Rameir, so maybe it's following Rameir, the time we learned in the Mishnah, masachik, gafna, yagabitfu, asoy, shalchadeiroi, if somebody takes a gefen, and he's masachik, biloshin schach, right, he hovers it on top of his friend's tfuah, hareza kidech, and then, grows. So at this point, any growth in his friend's field is going to be treated like Kileyaker, because you have a Gafen that's now mixed together with this Tfua V'chayev. And the person that was Masakech Gafnoi is going to be Chayev. Why is he Chayev? For causing his friend's field to be Kileyaker, for causing it to be Asabahana. Now this too, the Gemara argues, is Garmi. And it's a Stam Mishnah that says Yechayev must be because Rameyer is done. Dinah Degami. Oh, so this is Rameyer who's done Dinah Degami. And the Gemara says, Hasam Nami Kavu Biyadayim. There too, it's considered a Maiz to be a Daim. Now here too, it's the same Toysvah. Uda Karilam Akarilam. What's the difference? So Toysvah says, the reason here too, the Gemara had this Hamamino is because at the end of the day, it's not considered a problem until it starts growing and it has to grow a certain share. So being that it's not considered a problem until it starts growing a, a share, right? what would the shear be? It'd have to be big enough that it's not bottle. Kalayim is bottle bin Masayim. So it'd have to grow enough of a shear where it's yoiser mi echal mi Masayim. So now there's going to be a problem because otherwise it's going to be bottle anyways. So that's going to take a little bit of time. So even though you did it be a daim, but still you could have thought that we should treat it as a garmi, kamash malan, that hasam nami ka'ave be a daim, it's still considered ka'ave be a daim. Toysus, by the way, adds even one more knech in the Gemara. 
Tais says it sounds like these two shock of attires mirror each other, right? The Gemara, the Havamina being that it doesn't happen right away, right? When you put something in the vat, the, the dye doesn't happen right away. Or if you mesakech gafme al-gabitvosashachaveri, it doesn't happen right away. Thus it should be gar- me. And the Gemara says, no, at the end of the day, lamaisa, it's your maisa. And therefore, it's not garmi. Okay, so it's chazar sashir. You have two different mishnayas where you can chazar over the same point. But Tais says, no. Tais says that the Gemara is really building one off of the other. The Gemara felt that even if you're going to tell me taking the tzemer and putting it into the wrong dye is considered a maisa biyadayim, that maybe is because immediately, as soon as you do it, the process begins. So that, although it doesn't really happen right away, but from a Hilchas Maisa perspective, right, we're mamish splitting hears as it relates to Groma, Garmi, Maisa, Biyadayim. So that maybe is a Maisa, Biyadayim. But when you Mesakich, Gafna, Yalgabit, Fuose, it could be that's a little bit more removed. But the Gemara says at the end of the day, Hasam Nami, Ka'avid, Biyadayim, that's also Ka'avid, Biyadayim, right? The first time the Gemara said it, Hasam Ka'avid, Biyadayim. The second time it's Meaning, this is also be a dime. It's not on the same level be a dime. I told this if you want to see this a little bit better. But this is also be a dime. Either way, the Mar says, strike three, right? All three of these Rameyers are not really Rameyers. So we had Dalit, Lamid, Menpei. That was the Simon. So we know this four Rayas. The fourth Rayas, Eloha Ramei. The Tanya, we went to the price of Mechitzakem Shenifritzo. So these were two neighbors. One person had a vineyard and the other person was growing wheat. And both of them were growing their respective commodities, literally up to the granites, right? By the boundary where these two fields meet. Which could be a problem, but could also not be a problem. Meaning, ordinarily, there's a halacha, there has to be at least dalaramas of separation between a kerem and between regular tfu. If, however, there's a mechitza in between, then it's not going to be a problem. So there was a proverbial wicker fence that separated these two neighbors' backyards, and as a result, everything was besay there until the fateful day where that fence came down. So the halacha is, this is a little bit of a chiddush, the balatfur can tell the balakerem, you have to build a wall and you have to pay for it. Meaning it's your responsibility, this is something you have to do. Nifritza, if it breaks a second time, again he tells him, what happens if this person, the balakerem, did not rebuild the fence and things started growing. So the halacha is, harezekidish, once it grows, Rashi says, a shear, where the new growth is going to represent Echonim Asayim, so it's not going to be bottle anymore. The halacha is, now the fields become Kilei HaKerem, the Chayi and the owner of the Kerem, who didn't build the fence, is going to be responsible. Now this is a Stam Mishnah that says that a person is Chayiv as a Mazik for not doing something he was supposed to do. Now, if you didn't do something you were supposed to do, then by definition, you didn't do a maisa. And after Pekin, you're going to be chayev. Why you chayev? Must be because it's garmi. Now, why is this not grama? We leave that for the lambda. But the point is, it's garmi. Thus, you have a stop mission where a mayor is done, dina de garmi. So our whole sugi over here with the shulchani is going aliba de rameyer who holds Dina de Garmi, Rishlokish said, oh, it's all Rameyer, and Damiram thought, oh, Rishlokish seems to be saying we don't paskin like Rameyer. No, we actually do paskin like Rameyer. And by the way, we do paskin like Rameyer. We paskin that you don't Dina de Garmi. What's the Makar Tashitas Rameyer that's done Dina de Garmi? So this is learnt out from a sugya that relates to Mechitzas HaKerem Shenifritza. Regardless, we are going to stop here. So, short daf. Which Baruch Hashem means it's time for long raid. 
and I think it's Kedai, to talk about the Braisa that the Gemara brought. Voidato lohem es haderech yelchuba ves hamasa ashayasam. And the Gemara said, Voidato lohem zebes chayeh, which Rashi said means tamotayr. Es haderech zu gemilos chasadim. Yelchu zu bikur choylem, ba zu kfura. So this Bryce is like Shas Cotton. There's a lot going on over here. And we are going to talk about the one line in this Bryce that says, This is an Indian which we've talked about in the past. Most recently in Mesachtin Sundarim, Daf Mem, and Daf Mem Aleph, but in base Medrash below Kamachidusha. So, Yelchu Zubikur But first, where is this Pasik mentioned in the Torah? So, it's in Parshas Yisrael. And really, it's in the beginning of Parshas Yisrael, where Yisrael is advising his Adim, Moshe Rabbeinu, and he tells him, Moshe, I'm looking out for you, and I realize that you're overwhelmed and you're overworked. And I don't think this is okay, because Novel Tiboil. At some point, your Pasha can wear out. And he goes and he gives him his epic advice, which is the first half of Parshas Yisroi. Now it's in that context, literally two psukim later, Yisroi tells Moshe, And when you read the, the psukim, it sounds a little bit like this posseg, was part and parcel of the advice of Yisrael. Let's just go through the Pesukim a little bit better, just to get a better feel. So Yisrael tells Moshe, I'm worried about you. Novel Tiban. Ato. Now, Shema B'Koyli Yatzcha. Listen to my voice. I'm going to advise you. V'yelikim imach. May Hashem be with you. Heye ato lo'am mula elikim. Ve'veisa ato esa advarim elo elikim. V'zarte esem esa chukim esa teres. V'yidatlam esa derech yelchuba esa masa asha yasa. V'ato techsem ikolom anshei chayol yur elikim anshei emes. Soine bots. And then he tells him, I want you to try to find people that are going to work underneath you that you'll be able to delegate. V'samtalem sorry alofim sorry meyer sorry chamishim sorry asaris. V'shavtu asam v'choles. And all the dobra katan yishbetu heim. And all the big stuff that they're going to bring to you. Right? This is that's the eights of Yisra. So in Yisra's advice, you have this Pasek. So it sounds a little bit like this is the part and parcel of the advice of Yisra. But then when you read the content of the advice, what does it have to do with Yisra? And this, these are just very important Pesukim in the Torah. He says that his Muslim was that really this Pasuk is not part of the Eitz of Yisrael. Now, why is it tucked away over here? It's good kasha. But the whole Yisrael is a muktam But the point is this Pasuk here, I don't think really was part of the Eitz of Yisrael. He says, Ulam 
He says, but if you take a look at the Ramban, when he's going through and he's explaining the Eitz of Yisroi, so regarding this Pasuk of Oitatul Hemes HaDerech, says the Ramban, It's clear that Ramban held that this was part of the Eitz of Yisroi. And he says, so what does that have to do with the Eitz of Yisrael? Says Rabdov and Hafluvafel. He says that he found that Ramban in his Asogis to say for our mitzvahs, this is in Shoyrish Aleph. So he says, quote, Azor as Yisrael amoyt Rabbeinu, baloi lohidiya oisam liyisrael. He was coming to warn them that they should be careful with these mitzvahs all the time. Says the Ramban, what was the Eitz of Yisrael? The Eitz of Yisrael was novel Tibo, this is too much. Moshe Rabbeinu, we have to figure out a way to lighten your workload a little bit. So what did he do? He had a two-pronged attack. The more obvious one was set up a judicial system. You'll have all the different sarim. And being that you'll have all the different sarim, so like this, you'll have the sari alofim, sari meyos, sari chamishim, sari asaris. But he says, let's attack it from a more fundamental perspective. You know what we need to do? Let's make sure you don't have so many... What's going on over here? We just received the Torah. And mitamot, all day long, we're busy with all these different mice and the shoshanagach has that are flying all over the place. And the rabbi, we need to be mechazic ourselves a little bit more. It's like this, we won't come to this. So he told them this is part and parcel of the advice of Yisrael. This is brilliant. He says he should be careful with Beis Chayeyem, Kimilus Chasodim, Bikrochoylem, Kfura, Din, Lefnimishur Zadin. So like this, if we're going to be starker in these inyonim, you're not going to have to deal with this so much. See, this is all part and parcel of the Eitz of Yisrael, but Al Kaponim, this is... Says Ramashul and David Alevi, why this is tucked away. Yanki was Ma'ayra, that Rashi says in the beginning of Parshas Yisroi that Yisroi had seven names. And one of the names were Yeser, Zok Rashi, Al Shem Sheyiter Parsha Achas Batayra. And the reason is because there was a Parsha in the Torah that was Natoisa for Yisroi. What's the Parsha? The Ato Techeze. The Ato Techeze is the Pasik that immediately follows this Pasik. So, Grashi, what's the parish that was in Schadish for Yisrael? The Ato Techeze. It sounds like it's from the Ato Techeze. That's where Yisrael's eights starts. Could be not like this, Ramban. But Al Kopanim, this is Ramashul and David Alevi said. So, regardless, there's a lot going on here, and we're going to talk about Yelchuzu Bikrochai. The tour in Yeridea. Simon Shin Lamed Hay. So he brings Hilchas Bikr Choylem Virafua. He starts off and he says, Koitzid Varim, Lesefa Teresa Adam, Shechiber Harav Hagadal Haramban. So the Ramban wrote a sefer called Teresa Adam. And in Teresa Adam, he goes through his Hilchas Bikr Choylem and Rafua. And the Torah says that Koitzid Varim, really, what I'm going to tell you now comes from the Ramban. He just says, however, I'm just going to add the maskonis of my father, the Rosh, as it relates to the Torah Adam of the Ramban. So really, the Shulchan Aruch of Hilchas Bikr Choylem comes from the Ramban. And then he goes on and he talks about the chshivos of Bikr Chaylam. 
He says, A person should daven that he shouldn't become a chayla. Because once a person is a chayla, he needs chosen. Once a person becomes a chayla, there's a mitzvah for everybody to be mevakach. You find a kaddish baruch who is mevakach chaylam. Like Hazal said, Melamed Sheba Elov Levaker Hachoyva. And what's the Pasuk in the Torah that we have to teach us the halacha of Bikr Choylem? It says, It's this Pasuk. And Chazal Darshin Yelchu is referring to Bikr Choylem. And then he goes on and he gives us his Hilchas Bikr Choylem. So it's an interesting makar if you think about it. What's the source to Bikr Choylem? Yelchu zu Bikr Choylem. That's the background to all the rain. Ramosha Feinstein and Igor Smosha Yerudea Simon Reishchav Gimel was asked if a person could be Mekayim the mitzvah Bikr Chaylam on the telephone. The Inya Bikr Chaylam Ayyday telephone. So someone knows someone that's a Chayla. Does he have to visit him in order to be Mekayim the mitzvah Bikr Chaylam? Or could he call him and be Mekayim the mitzvah of Bikr Chaylam in that way? So Ramosha said that my Muslim is that if you go through the Torah, in Simon Shin Lamed Hay, the Makar of which, of course, is the Ramban in the Sefer Teres Adam, he says that there's two purposes for the mitzvah of Bikr Chayla. He says, number one, if a person's going to be Mavaka Chayla, he's going to see that his friend or this person that he knows requires Rach Meshemayim, he's going to daven for him. And if you daven for him, Hashem listens to Tfilas, so there's a tremendous Tayeles by being Mavaka Chayla. Additionally, if a person's going to be Mavaka Chayla, he's going to see whether he needs anything. And if he does, he'll be able to take care of him. Again, there's a big tayalas in knowing that a chayla needs something, taking care of it for him, as a result, that may enhance his refuah. So there's two primary purposes in Bikr Chayla. Number one, daven for the chayla. Number two, see if the chayla needs anything. So it says Ramosha, it's Pasha to me, that if the reason of Bikr Chayla is to see the chayla, to be able to be mishtatev in his sire and to see the chayla, to know whether or not he needs anything. So it makes perfect sense that you should go physically see the chayla. Because if you're not going to see the chayla, then ain't a doime and therefore it's going to be hard to visualize and be mamchish what he needs for you to be able to have proper kavana when you dive in him. And this is something that I think we can all attest to. If someone sees a chayla, it's a whole different Indian, and he feels the tzar much more. Additionally, if you see him, you talk to him, and you look at his surroundings, you'll have a much better idea of what this person needs, or doesn't he? So it says Ramayusha that based on the toyeles and the purpose of Bikr Chaylam, that's laid out by the Torah in Shin Laman Hei, Al-Pidr Ramban, says, push it to me, that the real way to be Mekai in the mitzvah of Bikr Chaylam would be by physically going to a chayla. Stating that, says Ramayusha, I don't think that Bikr Chaylam is all or nothing. And even though the real way to do Bikr Chaylam is to go to the Chaylam, because that will get you to the point that you need to be in order to accomplish whatever Tayel is supposed to, to accomplish, but calling the Chaylam on the telephone and speaking to him and hearing his voice and having a conversation with him 
could also get you to those places where you'll understand that you have that daven for him, or maybe you'll become aware of certain things that he needs. Is it on the same level? No. But at the same time, there is a tayalis in it. And Ramosha says, that bikachayim is not all or nothing. It's not like either you do bikachayim in the perfect way, or you might as well not do it at all. One of them is from a Gemara in the Dharm Daflam The Gemara there is discussing, and that's why the Sugi Bikachayim is primarily in Nadarim, Lamites, Mem, Mamalaf, where someone was Mudar Anami Chaveroi. So the halach is that even though you're a Mudar Anami Chaveroi, but at the same time you're allowed to go to the person and you're allowed to be Mavaka Because when you're dealing with the Dvar Mitzvah, so there's certain exceptions to the rule. So the Gemara brings a Bryce that says, Cholohu. If the person himself became sick, so you're allowed to be mevakir, the chayla, even though this chayla is not allowed to have enough from you. If, however, the person's son got sick, so then if you meet this person, you shouldn't go into his house, being that you're a mudah, no right? So to be mevakir, the person himself, that you'd be allowed to do. But if it's only his son that got sick, you're not allowed to enter his house. But at the same time, if you meet the person in the shok, ask him, how's your son doing? What's the shoyaloi b'shok? You're allowed to ask him? Shoyle B'shuk says, Ramosha sounds like there's a din. Shoyle B'shuk. What is that? It's B'kachayim B'dyevet. It's not L'chatchilo. You can't do the L'chatchilo over here. Because Nyoposh is not allowed to walk in. But at the same time, you see from here that there is an Indian, Al-Kapan, and that B'dyevet, you should do something. Another raya that he brings is that in Sif Ches, so the Shulchan Aruch says that there's certain people that you're not supposed to be Mavak B'chayla. Right? People that are Chayla Me'ayim, Chayla Ayin, Chayla Yerosh. And the reason is because of Kisufa, it's different Cheshbainas. So this person, that, these people, you're not supposed to be Mavakar Chayla. Says the Shulchan so what should you do? Aim Mavakar and You shouldn't physically go into the room where the Chayla is. What you should do is you should remain in the outer room. And you should ask him from afar, do you need anything? Right from the other side of the room, literally, in the Bayez Chitzayim. And you'll know what he needs. So says Ramosh, this is Mephorish. Here you see clearly that even though really you were supposed to enter the room, you can't because of the type of chayla that this person is. So at the very least, you should be in the bias chitzon. So Ramosh wrote back to the shayl and he said, incidentally, the shayl was... That's who the Shoyal was, and this is what he told him. He told him this Psakalocha, he says that you want to know if there's an Indian to be Mavakal on the telephone, the answer is yeah. You want to know if it's Lachatchila, the answer is no. But there's no question that Epison Indian is going to be. Rabbi Yosef and Yechavadas, and this is in Chela Gimel, it's in Simon Pei Gimel. So he brings this Chuva for Amosha. He was asked the same exact question. He comes out with the same Achra, and then he says, I think there's a Remez Ladafar. A Remez that the right way to do Bikachilam, Lichatchila. L'chathchila is not over the telephone, but it's to physically go to the chayla. How do I know that? He says, because what's the makar to be chayla? The makar that the Ramban brings, the makar that the Torah brings, this Gemara, it's yelchu zu bikachayla. So if the makar is yelchu, that you're supposed to go, so I say, Maris, you see that the mitzvah bikachayla is to go be mevakachayla. Yelchu, to physically be there. What's the difference? If I go, I don't go. Let me find out from somebody else. The terrorist is enu daimiri lishmiya. And it's for that reason the mitzvah is avakishtel yelchu zu bikachayla. So this makar, which is an interesting of how we know Bikr Chaylam Yelchuz U Bikr Chaylam says Rabbi Vadya going along with the Psakir Ramosha it's coming to teach me this halacha the Lechatchila the right way to do this is Yelchuz U Bikr Chaylam so from the word Yelchuz we learn this halacha 
tell you another interesting halacha that comes from the Makar Yelchu Zu Bikrachayvan. The Masha in Chedushi Agadis, this is in Bava Metziah Daflamid Amad Beis. So this Gemara here in Bava Kamad Afkof, we said it's verbatim in Bava Metziah Daflamid. And the Masha there, it's a long Masha, he goes through every single part of this Braisa, Ayin Shah. But says the Masha, why is Yelchu Zu Bikrachayvan? The Bahalichasay Shambul Chud, Belishum Maisa Mekaima. Because a person is mekayim the mitzvah b'kochayim simply by showing up. You don't have to do anything. By showing up, then in and of itself, you're ready mekayim the mitzvah. Kidemasik the ben giloy the noitel echad misamech b'chalyah. And it's based on the Gemara Dharm that said that when someone's mevakachayim, if he's ben giloy, he takes one sixtieth of his machlo away. So it says the Marsha that you want to know why yelchu zu b'kochayim. What Chazal was trying to be madgish was that all oh, yeah, just show up. Just go. You don't have to say anything intelligent. It's not important. As long as you go, that in and of itself is going to be okay. I rather think this Masha is a raya to the Psaka of Ramoshin and to the Psaka of Rabavadio. Because the Masha is not going to connect the Rishonim, the Tor, and, and the Ramban. They all say Mephorish that the real Tayelas of Bikr Chaylev is not just to show up. It's to Davin. It's, it's not just to take away a 60th of the machla. It's to see what this person needs. Beruchnius of And to take care of it. Oh, but the terrace is there is on some level an Indian of just show up. And that's something that we learn from the word Yelchus A third R, and this is something that we have a related raid by on Mobarichas. But just to mention it, and that is the Sheiltis. And this is in Sheilta Tzadik Gimelitz and Parshas Achrimais. So it says as follows. There's a chiyav for a year to be Says the Sheulta, what's this coming to teach me? That call man the shol b'ktsira shokel chad min shitem b'tzarit. That any person that goes to be mivakachayla takes away one sixtieth of this person's sar hilkach chayiv lemezel v'sheulebe. It's for that reason a person is obligated to go be mivakachayla v'chi ozel. And when he goes loy ozel lechude, he shouldn't go by himself. So when a person is mivakachayla, you should not go by yourself. Ella b'hadi achrini. You should go together with somebody else. Then it's if in his pirish in his hemek sheil he says. This Chiddush of the Sheiltis comes from the Ga'in, Rabbi Choy Ga'in, who said that a person should not be Mavakar Choyl by himself. So the Nitziv, who was the Sinai of all Sinais, said that I did not find this Chiddush not Min Rishoy Vad Achrein. That's a sharp result. Vizepela, he says, I don't know where this, I mean, the Shultus is a Makar, but he says it's a Pella to me because I've never found this anywhere. So David Yoel Weiss in one of his Svarim says that I don't know, but maybe there's a Remez Ladavar. Yelchu, Lashen Rabim, Zubikr Chaylam. That you see, it has to be Yelchu, Lashen Rabim, but I'll come a third thing that maybe we learn out from this Indian of Yelchu, Zubikr Chaylam. A fourth Ha'ara. This is also something that we once mentioned a little bit more bekitzer, and that is the Magadim Chadashim of David Yoel Weiss, and this is in Parshas Tzitzray on this pasuk. So he brings in the footnote that in the Sefer Chutam Asholish, which of course is one of the history works that were written about the family of the Chassam Soifer. So they bring a story that the Chassam Soifer used to say that he heard that Baron Rothschild, once said that Chazal say that Yelchu zu He said, what's pshat? He says, because 
When a person goes to be Mavaka Chayva, it's very Chashiv, and you accomplish a lot of beautiful things. You see, if the person needs anything, give it to him. If he needs Tfilis, you'll daven for him. You take away one sixtieth of his Misa. But one of the things that a Mavaka Chayla has to know is when it's time to leave. And he said, Yelchuzu Bika That sometimes you have to know that you have to leave. The Yankee, who's on a roll, told me that if you take a look at the Rambam, and this is in Hilchus Avil, it's Perik Yudalit, it's Halachavah. So the Rambam talks about the different din of a Bika Chayla. He says, Hanichna Slavaka Es Achayla. Lo Yeshev Lea Gabi Mitav, Lea Gabi Sasav, Lea Gabi Kise. So the Rabbim's telling you Hilchas Bikachaylam. He tells you what you're supposed to do, and then he says Vyoitse. It's a pella. Why is he telling you Vyoitse? Obviously. When you finish being Mavakachaylam, what else? You're going to pitch a tent? Obviously, you're going to be Vyoitse. The Terence says, Bas is like Haloch in the Rabbim. Vyoitse. The Rabbim's telling you what the Haloch is. That you have to know Vyoitse. That's Yelchus Bikachaylam. This is Mamish part and parcel of the Haloch. But Al Kaponim, Al Kaponim. So we have already four Halochas that. Come from Yelchus Ubiker Chaylo. We have Rabbi Vadya and Yechavadas Chaylo Gimel that said that Kumi, this is a Makar to the Psak from Ramosh and the Psak of the Gedoli Apoiskim, who said that Lechatchila Biker Chaylo is supposed to be in person. Yeah, but the Ebed, you could be Yotze, the telephone. Oh, but Lechatchila, the right way to do it is, is to do it in person. Because Yelchus Ubiker Chaylo. We have the Marsha that said, Yelchus, just go. Don't even worry about what you're going to say. Because there's a Toyelis and being Mavaka Chaylo, even if you're not going to. You sweep the floors, and even if you're not going to dive into just going, just show up. We have Rabbi W.O. Weiss who said that maybe this is a Ktsas Remez Al Kabanim to the Chiddush of the Sheiltis that says that a person is not supposed to be Mavakachayla by himself, but rather Yelchu Beloshin Rabbin. And then we have the word from Baron Rothschild that the Ksav Soifer used to say. And that is that Yelchus Ubikachayim, like the Ram says, Vyoitse. That's Eich Halach in Hilchus Bikachayim. That sometimes a person has to know when it's time to leave. But maybe we could just be moist of one final R. We're going to end with this. And that is the Gemara, Mesech Soita, Tavchav Bezam and Aleph. So the Gemara tells a story. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan said that I learned of the hair. In Schar Mitzvah from a certain Almana. Dahi Almana, there was an Almana, the Habibi Knishta Beshivavusa, who lived in Shchuna, they had a Beisaknesses. However, Kol Yoyma Havas Asium Matzabe Medrashid Rabbechan. But instead of davening in her local minion, she used to walk far to the Beisaknesses of Rabbechan. Oh my loss, Rabbechan asked her, Biti, Loy Beisaknesses Beshivavusach, says, Why are you walking so far? To hear my sermons? Like, why are you coming to me? There's no local base like Nessus. Why wouldn't you just dive in there? Um, so she told him, Rebbe, for the actually? Don't I get scharpsius? I mean that I get scharpsius. It's something called scharalicha. So it's for that reason that I go to your base like Nessus. Rabbi Yochanan said, I learned the hair in Kibbal Schar from the Samana. She was right. She told me there's something called scharpsius. I mean that there's something called scharpsius. It's a very, very hush of a thing. Yosef Engel in his Gulyoni Ashas, this is tucked away. It's in Meseches Bava Basra, Tav Kuf Chav Beis Amir Aleph. It's in the middle of a long shtekel. He brings this Gemara. And Rabbi Yosef Engel says that Shamati, he once heard, Beshem the Maral Miprak. He said he thinks it's from his Sefer Nesivas Oiva. That the Maral said that this whole union of Scharpsius, if you think about it, is a little bit of a Chiddush. Why? 
because this woman had a base knesset that she could have davened in. And she decided that instead of going to the local shul, I'm going to walk far away, I'm going to go to Rabbi Yechelen's base knesset. Oh, very nice. It's a very big chiddish. Ein mavir in ala mitzvahs, right? We know that if mitzvah boliyotcha, al tach mitzeno. So, mehechet she was right for saying schar and not going into her beis haknesses. So, the of Engel says he once heard the shame the maral, that the maral said that the emesis by all mitzvahs in the Torah, you're 100% right. Ein mavir in ala mitzvahs. And what this woman did, be'etzim would have been wrong. But this mitzvah is different. Because what was she going to do? She was going to Daven. She was going to a Beis HaKnesses. Said the Maral, what is Tefillah? Tefillah is Hiskarvis Lugvoya. It's coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Being that the Hefts of the Mitzvah is come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if that's the case, the Halicha is part of the Gufa Mitzvah. And it doesn't pass a Mavir in Allah Mitzvah. A Mavir in Allah Mitzvah passes when the Halicha is a Heksha Mitzvah. When I'm walking, I'm not doing a Mitzvah. I'm doing a Heksha Mitzvah. So being that the Halicha is not a Mitzvah, all it is is a Heksha, it's a other Stop with the Heksha and do the actual Mitzvah. Mitzvah Baliyotcha, Al Tachmitzeno. But if the Halicha is the Mitzvah, so then when I'm walking, I'm an Oisik the Mitzvah. I'm part of it, I'm Mitzvah. I'm good for doing the Mitzvah. I mean that I'm good for doing the Mitzvah. So right now, it's going to be different. Then it says, if you misboinen a little bit in this Chiddush from the Maral, I think it opens up different Sha'arim. Number one, we've spoken over the years many times, Lumbus, about the Mitzvah of Ali Al-Regal. Said over once a mindless for Abshmoyankif, where Abshmoyankif clares whether the Aliyah Laregal is part and parcel of the mitzvah or the Aliyah Laregal is not really part of the mitzvah. Right? Pashit, if you look in the Torah, the mitzvah Aliyah Laregal is Sholish Pamim Bashana Yeroya. It's to show up, it's to arrive, it's to see and be seen. That's what the mitzvah is. But Mitzacheni, you also find the Shom Nalev in Eiroa. We always talk about Aliyah Laregal. Even in the Psukim, there's Ramazim to it. There's Gemaras that for sure talk about the Aliyah. The Mitzvah is what we know as the Mitzvah to be Aliyah Laregal. So is the Aliyah part of the Mitzvah or is it not part of the Mitzvah? And it's Mavur and Rishonim. Again, this is a big Indian. But there's definitely Makaris that the Aliyah is not a Heksha Mitzvah. The Aliyah is part and parcel of the Mitzvah. Mayofu Pamayach, right? The Aliyah, the struggle, walking up to the Harabayas, that was considered part and parcel of the Mitzvah. It's not a Heksha Mitzvah, it's a Chelik of the Gufa Mitzvah. Lefidis Maral, it's Moiradik. Because what is the Mitzvah of Aliyah the Regal? It's the greatest Iskarvis Lakadosh Baruch Hu. To see Hashem and to be seen by Hashem. Ordinarily, Rav Tzaddik says, Right, in Chutzlar, it's Moshe Rabbein who couldn't see Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But Rav Tzaddik says, when the Yidin came to Eretz Yisrael, Sholish Pama Bashani Yehira, Kol Shcholches Pnei Adon Hashem. Every single Yid, even the Pasha Yid was Zoycha to this reason. He says that's what level of Shechina there was in the Makom Amigdash. That's what we don't have. But the point is, is that Aliyah Liregel is this incredible Hiskarvus Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And if that's the case, so it's moving Ma'od. Why the Aliyah Liregel would be part and parcel of the mitzvah? Another thought. That came to mind is they say over in Brisk from Rabaruch Be Vayoyim Hashem El Avram Lech Lecha it's sort of been the theme of the last uh, raid but Vayoyim Hashem El Avram Hashem tells Avram Lech Lecha Zokt Rashi 
that. Why did Hashem tell Avram immediately where to go? Why did he say, Lech Lecha, Litein Schar, I'll call Dibur V'Dibur? Because he wanted him to get Schar for every single word that he said. The Medrash says a little bit differently. Not Litein Schar, I'll call Dibur V'Dibur, but rather Litein Schar, I'll call Psiu Psiu. Some bris they say over a Baruch Beh. What's the oimik of litein tzchar kol psiyah psiyah? So he said, half of a fellow. He said, if Hashem would have told Avram, go to Eretz HaMairiyah, go to Har HaMairiyah, go to Eretz Yisrael. So the mitzvah would have been when Avram Avinu arrived in Har HaMairiyah. The halicha would have been a hechsha mitzvah. But now that Hashem told Avram, lech lecha, so now what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is go. And if the mitzvah is go, the halicha is not a hechsha mitzvah, the halicha is the gufa mitzvah. So every single step is a mitzvah. Dos is litin tzchar, okol psiyu psiyu. Well, the Ebesh, the Gazor, gates of HaMairiyah, then the halicha would have been one big hechsha mitzvah. But now that the Ebesh, said lech the mitzvah is far. Oh, if that's the case for every mile, every kilometer, every dalaramis, that's litein tzchara called psiu psiu, because now the alichas to go for mitzvah. Where's Avram Avinu going? He's going to to Einzek Kiim Beis Alikim Vezesh Shara Shomayim. When a yid goes to Eretz Yisrael, you're going to be meskar of Lakadosh Baruch Hu. So this is litein tzchara called psiu psiu. You know, Shmuel Yankif in in Parshas Re'e. So he talks about the Ramban. The Ramban is talking about the mitzvah of l'shich noy sidrushu. And he says, Mamish, beautiful Lashonis. The Tam Vashikhno Sidrashu, Shetel Khulay Me Eretz Marchakim, the Tishalu Ono Derech Bes Hashem, Vatomer Isha Rayel, Luchuvenala, Harashem, or Basilica Yakub, Sion Yishalu. So he brings that Chazanish once said that why is it that when the Yidden were over Regal, no one knew where to go, right? Look at the way the Ramban depicts it. The Tishalu Isha Rayel. How are you supposed to get there? We know that when the guy Adam killed someone, so there were signs all over the place, right? I mean, you had literally these huge signs, make a right, make a left, half a mile this way, half a mile that way. Everyone knew exactly, it's learned out from a Pasuk in the Torah, to know how you're supposed to get to the Ir Mikla. But when it came to being Euler Regal, apparently there were no signs. Everybody's stopping people, do you know how to go? Go a little bit this way, yasha, 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 right? This is what's going on. Everyone's going the wrong way. So the question is, so why did it have to be that way? So the Chazanish said, because when it came to the guy that we're trying to save this guy's life, he said, but when it comes to the mitzvah, he said, the halicha, the drisha, that's all part of the mitzvah. The sheikh sidrishu, this Ramban, it's part of the gufa mitzvah, the halicha. I want to get there. How do I get there? Let me walk. It's hard. It's not It's raining. I'm hard. This is all part of the mitzvah because when you're talking about his karvis hakadosh baruch hu, the halicha is not a hechsha mitzvah. The halicha is the gufa mitzvah. Is lefize lule de mistafina. Maybe you can say. The Gemara says in Shabbos, a few days on the days, everybody knows this. Omar Rabbi Barbachano. Rabbi Barbachano said, Kiyavo Ozlina Basredi Rabbi Lazal Shuli Betvichom. When I used to follow Rabbi Lazal to be Mevakachoilo, Zimnan Omar, so he would always recite a Tvilo. Sometimes he would say, Hamokim Yifkedech Lishalim. Vizimnan Omar Achmoni Yit Kirinech Lishalim. So the Gemara says, Hechi Ovid Hachi. How is he allowed to do this? Meaning, he would say Tvilas, but he would say it sometimes in Aramaic. For Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, Loyal Man Yishal Adam Tzrochah Bloshan Arami. A person is never supposed to dominate in Aramaic. For Omar Rabbi Yechon, Kalashol Tzrochah Bloshan Arami. Imalachi Ashoraz Niskokil, Oishay Malachi Ashoraz Makir Bloshan Arami. You're not supposed to ever dominate in Aramaic because the Malachi Ashoraz don't understand Aramaic. So the Gemara says, Shani Choyla. A Choyla is different. You know why? The Shrine Imoy. Because the Shrine is together with a Choyla. The Amrab An and Amrab. I mean, Ain Shashrine Soyed as a Choyla. How do you know that the Shrine takes care of the Choyla? Shenemar, Hashem Yisadenu al Eres Voy. Zok, the Gemara Tanya Namayochi, a Braisa, a Halacha that we learn from this. Hanichna Savakir as a Choyla. When someone comes to be Mavakir a Choyla, Lo Yeshev, Lo Yagabi Mito. 
A person has to sit in front of a chayla with an incredible kovid rosh. And the reason is, Based on the fact that the Shechina is Lamaila Mirashois of Shalchaila. When a person is sick, when a person is a Chayla, he has a certain Iskarvis Lakadosh Barakud, there's a certain level of manifestation of Ashois Shechina that a person otherwise would not have. Is Lefizeh Yeishloimah. You know, incidentally, we mentioned before the Chuva from Moshe and the Chuva from Chacham Ovadia regarding Bimavaka Chayla on the telephone. This Shaila was asked to Rabraish also. The Chelkis Yaakov. Incidentally, you know who asked the Shiloh to Rabraish? Harav Rabshuim Yecheskel Shraga Ruben Halberstam. Ha'adva Mitcheshna. It was the same Shiloh. He asked the Shiloh to Rabraish and he asked the Shiloh to Rabraish. But I'll call upon him. So he sent it to the Chelkis Yaakov all the way to the Schweiz. And he asked him this Shiloh. And he wrote the same sack. But just listen to Toich Dvar of what he writes. I thought this Lashon was mamish beautiful. He says that the Torah says that why does a person... Why are you supposed to be Mavaka Chayla? He says, Tadava for the prayer. That's one of the two primary reasons why you're supposed to do it. So he says, if that's the case, Umi Zuter Loshen Divrei Rashi Haktoshen B'Shabbos Yudbeiz Alagamor. The Ein Malachi Asharis Neskokin Lemisha Shoyel Tzrocha B'Loshen Arami. Umeshani Shayel Shani Chayla, the Shechina Imoy Lamayla Mira Shoysev. Gemara we just read. Uberashi Shom, the Ena Mispalot Tzorich Sheyistaki Guloy Malachi Asharis, Lahachnis Tfilosne Lifnim and Apargud. He said, when a person davens in the presence of the chayla, he doesn't need any assistance from the Malachi Ashores to take his tefillah and to bring it to the other side of the curtain. Me'achari apart. Zog Rav Braish. Ve'ayin Sanhedrin Kuv Gimel. Gabim Menashe. Ve'yet Eloi. Melamit Shechosel Le'akadosh Baruch Hu. Le'kabloi B'tshuvah Me'bidus Adin. He says that Menashe, we know, was a chayti, umachti, a serab, is one of the people that are in the chaylik lo'ilum hapo. But the Pasuk says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to Menashe and Vayet Eloi. What he did was, he dug a tunnel for Menashe so that his tefillah could be answered. Ube medrash rabba v'aschanon. Haloshen as follows. Shoyim malachi ashores, mistamin hachaloi neishol rekiah. He said, the malachi ashores, as Menashe was davening, and he's telling Hashem, I'm sorry, chatosi yavisiu pashati. I did, terror, I made a mistake. And he said, the malachi ashores, they took all the windows where the tefillah is able to go through into the Rekiah and they close the ceiling, the window shut. What did the Ebesh do? The Sakadosh Baruch Hu dug a tunnel underneath the Kisei HaKovet. He says, Rebresh, that you see from here that if your tefillah relies on the Malach, Malachim have cheshboinus. But when you have a direct line to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Ebeshtah sometimes will dig a tunnel underneath the Kisei HaKavit for your tefillah to be answered. He says, think about how many Bechiyas and Bakoshas a Yid says during the Heilige Teg. Right? The Yom and Eiram. Shekola Malachim Sheim Poyalei Tefillah is Yovio Tefillah Seinu Lifnei Chvisach Vaydacha. Right? Machnisei Rachelim and all that controversy. But the point is, how many Tefillahs do we recite where we're trying to be on the good side, on the good side of the chayl, of, of the malachim. So, 
and he needs tremendous rachamim. And the Iker mitzvah, Bikr Chaylam, is to daven. Is it then I have a meaning that a person shouldn't go visit the Chayla? Because if you're going to visit the Chayla, the chances your your tefillah being answered are so much higher. Because when you're in the presence of the Chayla, the Shechina is Lamaylam Erashaysav. You can daven Belosh and Arami. You don't need the Malach. If you need the Malach, you're davening and the Malach is closing fences. So you don't stand a chance. But if the Abish is there, he could be Chasaloi. You can have a tunnel that you'll be able to get your tefillah through and like this your tefillah will be answered. So Bryce wrote in his tshuva that if the aside of Bika Chaylam is tefillah, so he says it's poshit that you're supposed to go to the Chaylam, you're supposed to daven over there because your tefillah has a much better chance of being answered. But I'll him, this is a nifladiga inyan that you see when a yid is mevaka Chaylam, there's two things that are happening. You're going to be mevaka Chaylam, you're also going to be mekabal the Pnei Shechina. And if that's the case, then maybe, maybe, Lule de Mistafino, that's an oimik in Yelcho Zubikro Chayla. Because any time there's a mitzvah, where the mitzvah is Gota Kadosh Baruchu, where the mitzvah is Karvis Kadosh Baruchu, then the halich is not just the Heksha mitzvah, the halich is part and parcel of the Gufa mitzvah. Like Rabbi Yosef Engel said in Gulyoni Ashas B'Shem the Maral, like you find by Lila Regal, like Hashem tells Avram Lech Lecha, Litein Schara Kol Psiyo Psiyo. Going to be Mavakir Chayla is also coming to the presence of the Shechina as Halacha governs. And if that's the case, maybe that's the Oymik in Yelchu Zubikr Chayla. So Yankee showed me that the Vilna Goyen in Aderes Elio, and this is right in the beginning of Parshas Devarim, he says, quote, Yelchu Zubikr Chayla. Every mitzvah, the halicha is not the tachlis mitzvah. mitzvah. Here, the halicha is a gufa mitzvah. The goyim made this there. That yelchu is mashma. That the halicha is not just the oifin of how you should do the mitzvah. The etzim halicha is the mitzvah. What's the mitzvah of the halicha? So there's a new fancy. Mosad Rav Kook put out three volumes at Deris Elio. So we hear in footnote 365, this is what it says. Rabim Tomu, Madua Bebikro Chaylam Alicha Ba'atzma Hiya Mitzvah. Rabim Tomu, it's a pella. Why should this be any different? And he suggests a mahala. Maybe, maybe, there's a little bit of an oymik here. And that is, is that there's two dinim in Bikr Chaylam. There's the din Bikr Chaylam of being Mavaka the Chayla. But when a person is Mavaka Chayla, he's also being Mavaka the Shechina. Shechina l'mayla mirashoysa. And what is the Indian? The Indian is, is that if the Tachlis, the Tayelis of Bikr Chaylam is the Daven for the Chayla, a person has a tremendous Koyichat Filah when he's in the presence of a Chayla. And Shtaka be Zoycha that all the Chaylam should have refuas in Yeshua's.